0: What's up, y'all? Welcome back to the Rebel Love Review podcast, where your host, me... I don't know if I've ever said my name on here before. My legal name. I don't want to say my legal name, because people listen to this, and I don't want my name out there. Um, But this is the podcast where I review and discuss um, Red Velvet albums, videos, songs, just stuff in general. Um, I will be expanding it in the future once I run out of music to review, but for right now, that's pretty much all this is. Um, and today, we will be doing Russian Roulette. Now, Russian Roulette, um, just try to give you guys some tippets, so I Sound like I know what I'm talking about because I feel like a lot of times I just kinda jump into the music video and it's just like, oh. That's cool. I mean, yeah, you know, you're reviewing the music, but we don't really know anything about the song or the video or anything about just the album or whatever. So we're gonna be a little better. I'm I'm gonna be a little bit better about that. So I apologize. Um, so Russian Roulette is the. I think it's the. Uh, it's the fourth like album in a technical term um but i think it's the it's the third mini album because i think the red is the only full-length album they've had at this point in time in their discography um so yeah so it's the the third mini album but the fourth technical album um as a whole um and this is also like the first album since Ice Cream Cake where they like mix the sounds of Red and Velvet. This doesn't pertain to either one side in particular. Um, so yeah, uh, it came out in oh, it came out September seventh, two thousand sixteen. Um, it's about twenty five, just under twenty five minutes long. Um, this album is actually the first full album that came out after I started listening to Red Velvet because when I first discovered them it was through Dum Dum so The Red was already out um and then I watched you know Ice Cream Cake and stuff and um, Ice Cream Cake was on um, the Ice Cream Cake album um and then one of these nights came out but I don't think I ever listened to the entirety of the one of these nights album when it first came out. Um, I don't know why. Um, I don't know if it was like really close to when I got into Red Velvet and I just was not fully invested in, in them yet. Um, but regardless, uh, this was the first album that I really was like, all right, I'm going to give this full album a try and see what's up. Um, granted, that's not much of a commitment given how short the album is. Um, but still. Um, so yeah, I don't think... I don't think there's really much else to mention about the album itself, um, you know, it did really well, um, it was, it it hit some, it hit some pretty high numbers on the charts, um, I think it hit, I think it's peak position on the South Korean albums, or the Gaon chart was one, um, it hit number two on the, uh, us world albums on billboard and hit number 18 on the u.s heat Seekers albums on billboard so i mean it you know it's about what you expect honestly um so yeah so now we will get into the video also tell me if that whole part was just lame because i did that just so i can you know sound like i know what i'm talking about and so i can have a little bit more of an intro to the album especially for people that don't listen to red velvet on a regular basis um but uh let me know if that was just kind of dumb so um so yeah first for let music video I already have it pulled up so I'm not I'm not to do all that loud ass typing and shit. um so yeah we'll give you guys a second to get yourself situated um I know you could pause this but ideally I would like for you to not to so I'm sure it's easier if you can just pull it up while I'm talking Um, all right, I'm going to assume everybody's good between pausing and just waiting. And yeah, we're going to start the video in three, two, one, now. So off, like off rip, this video I liked a lot because I really liked the kind of like the almost kind of pastel type color palette that was used for it. Um, Obviously there are some some brighter colors And some, you know, louder colors But for the most part, most of the colors in this video Are very soft, they're very toned down Um, I just give off, like I said, a pastel feel Um, Also, I don't know why Just like the aesthetic of the video in general Is just very pleasing Um, Not just from a color standpoint But just from like the items they use And just like like, that pool right there, how nice it is, how the locker room is all super neat and everything. Um, but, I mean, this is all stuff we come to expect. I feel like I'm not saying anything I haven't already said about some other video. Um, I do love the the theme of the video, though. The whole, like, them essentially trying to kill each other. Like, as morbid as this is probably going to sound to somebody that hasn't seen the video yet or doesn't know anything about the group, they're probably going to think that's really messed up. But they kind of take that and, like, do it in a very humorous and comedic way, and I think that's, I think that's the best part of the video, is that they can take, like, a bunch of girls trying to, like, harm each other, like, blatantly, like, I'm trying to hide it, just blatantly trying to harm each other, and and somehow make it entertaining and funny, and make you not think about how, like, bad this action kind of is. <laughs> um. Also, think they all, like, looked pretty good in this, um, in this comeback. Um. Obviously, you know, they're all going for the lighter hair colors, the brighter hair colors. Um, I don't know how much of a fan I was of, of Wendy's, like, little, like, twisty things on the top of her head. I'm not sure what that hairstyle's called. Um, but, I mean, I'm not a stylist, so. Um, I did dig Joy's, uh, blonde hair. Um, Yeri's yeah, reddish hair was also, was also pretty nice looking. Um. Orange hair was kinda of iffy for me just because it was like one of those colors that doesn't it's not too incredibly clear which color it's supposed to be. It's just kind of fading in between two. Um and then Winnie just had her typical brown hair, which was I feel like the saving grace of her hair when she You know, had it tied up like that. Um Also something else about this video, like back to the whole theme of the of them like harming each other and stuff, like I also really dig that like Even with them showing scenes of them trying to do that, like, they still make it humorous. They still make the videos seem lighthearted and still make it seem just, like, really playful. Which, again, ties into what I said earlier, but I just, I have to applaud them for that. Like, between Red Velvet and the producers and the director of the music video, I just have to applaud them because it's just very well done. I almost kind of want to do, almost kind of want to make a like a, a small list of my favorite like assassination attempts in the video, but I feel like that's kind of dark, um, so we're gonna hold off on that. Uh, but if you guys want it, let me know, and I I can mention it in the next video or something or next podcast, um, because I definitely have some favorites that I thought were funnier than others. Um, I do remember watching a uh, like a I don't remember if it was a behind the scenes video or if it was like, their, like, reaction to the video, but I remember I was watching something, and I I think the, one of the funniest parts of the video as a whole is the scene where, um, Wendy and Sylvia are pushing the, the piano down the stairs, and they're trying to push it down towards Irene and Joy, and behind the scenes, you find out that they actually, at one point, like, started to push it, but then they tried to stop it last second, or at least it seems that way, I could be wrong, but they tried to, like, interfere with it last second, and it stopped but then it tilted over towards the banister and given that this is a music video set it's not like a professionally built banister it's not like meant to like hold a bunch of weight and be super sturdy um, so the piano literally just goes into it and just like pushes in like a 45 degree angle and it's just like almost completely off the stairs and the piano is just resting on that banister that I just mentioned is not very sturdy <laughs> <laughs> this is because Sulky and Whitney just look so <laughs> they look so scared they're like, We're so sorry, like we did not mean to do that. <laughs> um So I'm think I, I I don't know, I think at some point, maybe like once I'm done with the videos or not videos, once I'm done with the albums and everything, um, I think I'm going to go back and like find some of their like videos where like the like the ones where they, they sit around and talk and they talk about their upcoming album and stuff or like they're on a show, um, like Weekly Idol or something, um, and I might just talk about those, like, as they're playing, like, I might, like, just have you do, like, a, oh, hey, you should watch this with me, and we can just, like, talk about it, um, I don't know, I still have ideas kind of rolling around as to what I'm going to do once I run out of music, because I don't want to just end this podcast when when I run out of music to talk about, because I'm sure there's a billion other things about Red Velvet that I could talk about, so, um, so yeah, anyway moral story, that is the Russian Roulette music video, um, definitely up there for my favorite videos, just cause, the theme of it, the, how funny it is, how playful it is, um, it's very entertaining, um, and it kinda, it's kinda like a new twist, like, typically they're all friends with each other, and all dancing with each other, and all happy the, ha- the whole video, so it's kinda, it was kinda interesting to see them, like, trying to take each other out sometimes, um, Sorry, um, so yeah, so that is that now We come to the awkward moment where I have to open Spotify because I don't want to have Spotify and Chrome open at the same time because I don't even know if my computer can handle that So while that's loading How are you guys doing? I'm not say like that. That sounds sounds rude as fuck it sounds like I don't care. How are you guys doing like I know you guys can't respond to me directly, but I'm just curious um, I'm a uh, Work is rough. I'm definitely going through like one of those like moments where work is just kinda beating me down and I'm j i am just have like a ridiculous workload. But I'm muscling through it. Um part of me damien want to record today, which is rare because usually I, I, I can't wait to talk about red velvet. And I still couldn't. It's just one of those things where I was like, Can't just do it tomorrow? Like <laughs> when I have like slightly less work and I'm slightly less stressed. And it always seems like on Sunday nights, like because I have work and I have to record and stuff, I just like have a hard time falling asleep. Or if I do fall asleep, it's just not a, it's not a high quality sleep. I'm like moving around constantly or waking up constantly. Um, so just in case you guys think, oh, you know, he's so good at just, you know, talking and just rambling on about red velvet and being so calm about it. I'm, I'm not always like this, like half the time I'm actually quite nervous about doing this. Just, I mean, I don't, I don't know why in particular it's just, it's just like that, um, because I could talk to people about Red Velvet all day, um, in person. But I guess just the thought of having a, a ton of people hear this at some point is just kind of nerve-wracking. As my voice cracks, we're gonna get off that now. <laughs> um, so Spotify is up, and we are gonna go to once we'll I scroll down far enough, the Rush Roulette third mini album. This album has oops, this album has seven songs in it. Um. So we're gonna start from. Well, hold on. I didn't even talk about Russian Roulette. That's a song. I just talked about it as a video. Um. Okay. Well, let me do that. Um. So the song itself, Russian Roulette. Um. I think it's very good. Um. And I, I'm sure I worded that weirdly because I'm sure that's gonna sound like I'm I'm about to, like back step over that compliment to say something bad about it but I'm not like I, I, it's a really good song to me um and it's not just because of the video I, I truly believe the song is good it's very catchy it's very um it's very attention grabbing um it's not one of those songs that you could just hear and just not even pay attention to like it's something that's gonna grab your attention um between the repetitive chorus line the, re- the repetitive lines of heart beat 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 and stuff like that um between that, between um, the stolid singing from everybody in the group um, it's just, it's a very well-rounded song um, I saw somewhere on Wikipedia where the song was initially meant to be a summer comeback but it ended up getting pushed back to September um, and while the album still did great and everything, this would have been like the perfect thing to drop in like June or July or something but I think September was still a decent time to do so um, especially with the, with the toned down pastel colors of the album cover and everything in the video, I think that matched up well with, like, the beginning of fall, um, which happens in late September, um, so yeah, um, but the song, like I said, um, it's not a whole lot to say about it, um, it's just, it's very well done, I like it a lot, um, I, I don't think any one member stands out like a lot more than everybody else i think this song is a very good group effort um and it's just it's it's very enjoyable um it's it's a great single um this is one of the times where i feel like they definitely picked the best song on the album to be the single because there will be times in the future um just a spoiler there will be times in the future where i think that a song that is technically a b-side or one of the other songs that's not the single um should be the single because i think it would have done better but I'm not here to make those decisions, so I'm not gonna say that they're wrong in their decision making, but you get the point, um, but Russian Roulette is not that case, Russian Roulette is definitely, like, I feel like it's the better song, or the best song, rather, um, on this album, and I think it was the best one to make a video for, so, he's still barking, like, like, you were literally surrounded by houses on all ends, like, why are you okay with this dog just going off at like eight thirty at night? I guess it's not super late, but still. Okay, we're just gonna roll. We're just gonna roll, and if he starts getting loud again, I'll try to. Oh, he's getting loud as I'm saying this. And then he's nope. He goes quiet, and then he literally barks as I say a word. Okay. We're going to try this again. I have no idea where I left off, so like I said, I might just end up keeping that whole thing in the final cut. And if I do, and it gets on your nerves, I'm sorry. Um, That's just poor planning on my end. So I'm actually going to, like, I'm already going to play the whole album as I'm talking about it. But I'm actually going to play Russian Roulette just one last time and just kinda skip through just to make sure I'm not like missing anything because I gave the I gave how I feel about the song as a whole, just in general, but I I do like to highlight like little pieces here and there about the song. So I don't wanna I wanna make sure I'm not skipping over something that I actually liked a lot. I do like the little singing part. Like going into the chorus. I do really dig that a lot. Where they kinda slow it down for a second. Also, I just like the, I just like the, the, the kind of like, almost kind of retro and futuristic sounding beat, I mean, that makes sense, that's just what came to mind just now when I thought about how to describe the beat, um, (laughs) that could be, that could be confusing as hell, that may not be how you see it at all, but that's just the first thing that came to my mind, um. Point being I just I really like the I really like the beat to it. It um it was definitely different at first the first time I heard it but I I definitely like after a minute I was like alright alright I, I kinda dig this I can I can get to this like okay, I skipped the breakdown but the breakdown on this song is honestly kind of one of the like lesser breakdowns of all their singles which doesn't bother me. I mean the song is still excellent, but I think if there's any a weak point, if there's a weak point, the song is definitely the breakdown. Given how they've given us some really dope ones in the past, um, and how they will continue to give us some really dope ones. <sighs> <sighs> All right, I think I got everything. Yeah, we're just we're just gonna for the sake of time, we're just gonna say I did because I'm I'm pretty sure I did. Alright, so that is going to take us into song number dos. Number two, which is Lucky Girl. Um, and it has started playing. Hold on, I'm not ready yet. Um Also I'm just gonna hit y'all with this again for anybody new. Um I'm sorry if you can hear like little snippets of the song like through the through the microphone. My microphone does pick up a lot more noise than I initially anticipated when I first started this and my headphones are decently loud and I'm already sitting close to the microphone. So, um, if you catch snippets, I try to cut that out in editing. Um, but if I can't get it without like decreasing the quality of the actual like sound, um, or like me talking, then I usually just kind of leave it in there. Um, but you guys will be happy to know that I am, I, I'm, about to i tried to do it tonight but it seems like there was an error on their site um so i'm gonna try it in the morning um but i am attempting to email sm entertainment to see if i have permission to play the songs on the podcast now before anyone potentially judges me i don't know the full way of going about this i don't know there's an easier way of going about this i just know that you have to get the artist permission if they don't like list the song a certain way um, and so I just figured going to SM Entertainment's website and going to the contact us button was the easiest way to do this um, I'm not actually anything to have with it, I'm setting them to be like um, no, homie go away, I'm give a damn bunch of podcast and I'm playing our music um, which is fine, I mean I've gotten this far without playing our music so it would just be kind of cool if like I just by chance was able to um, so yeah, I just want to let you guys know that that's Currently in talks. I guess that's I guess the best way to put it. By the time you're listening to this, I probably would already sent the email, so it technically will be in talks. I I don't know. I feel like I feel like (laughs) I feel that makes it sound way more serious than it is. I don't know. Um. Anyway, regardless, that is going to take us into the second song on the album, "Lucky Girl," which I am starting in three, two, one. Um. Okay, that's really loud in my ear because I turned my volume to listen to something. Okay. So, this song is arguably the biggest culprit, I think is the term I'm looking for, of the whole me listening to a song the first time around and being like, wow, I really don't know if I'm gonna like this. And then me loving it after like listening to it like 10, 20, 50, 100 times. Um,. i i I really didn't know that i would like the song especially because like it starts off with this very like groovy like upbeat beat during the verse and then it hits this little weird part where like they whisper and there's like a kind of like a bell chime type thing going in the back and then the chorus picks back up but honestly while i still don't like that one part the rest of the song just just is amazing to me like just like the whole like It sounds like a full blown band behind them. Like it sounds like a song that you could totally like hear like a high school band play or something. Um, The horns in it are very good. Um, the The underlying beat to the song is very good. Um, It comes off as very like fanfarish, like very like triumphant as a song, Um, and I really dig that. And I think even the parts that I don't like, like the part I mentioned earlier, and like the just like the random like sound effects they put in there, that I feel like don't quite match the song, and they're kind of quirky, almost like add to the charm of the song as a whole because of that. Um. So yeah, no, actually, actually, you know, this song was definitely a, a miss when I first heard it, but it's definitely grown on me. Um, I just like the feeling the song gives you. It's just it's just a very like happy feeling song. Um. You know, it's very it's it's. Pleasing to the ears, but at the same time, it's also like kind of aggressive, but not so much so that it's abrasive. I guess, um, or that you feel like it's doing too much. Um, and like I said, the chorus, the chorus, like on top of the just the the instruments being played, like the chorus just sounds really good because they sound really good doing the chorus, um, just like vocally. Um, And honestly, where the instruments kind of drop out towards the end of the chorus and they're just saying, Lucky Girl, um, is honestly, like, one of my favorite parts of the whole album, just in all the songs. Um, this breakdown's, this breakdown's kind of cool, too. Um, it sounds like a little bit more hip-hop-ish, um, even though they don't do much with it, and then it goes right back into the chorus, um, for the last time. Um, yeah, no, definitely definitely a great song. This song could probably beat my top uh favorite song on other albums. But given that I love Russian Roulette so much, I just I don't I didn't see it beating Russian Roulette on his album. Um but it's definitely up there. Um it's still a really good song and I still really like it and I still bump this to this day, which I don't say a whole lot about older songs from Red Velvet. Um, not to any detriment to them, it's just some of the old songs, some of the older songs they put out, I just i have grown away from. Um, but this is not one of them. Um, this is definitely a song that I still play um, to this day. So that will take us into third song on the album, which is Bad Dracula. Um, which is also gonna fall into that category of something that I didn't know I was gonna like at first. Um, but it definitely grew on me. Um, definitely became a lot more tolerable as i as i gave it more listens. Um however with lucky girl lucky girl i was kind of hooked from the beginning cuz like i said the verses and the chorus sounded good but it was just like the different quirky parts that kind of t- that kind of like turned me off the song. Um but bad dracula like from the like off rip i was already kind of like mm, I'm not gonna like this. Um but this is another one where the chorus i'm not gonna say saves the song but definitely like redeems it in a sense um even though it's you know even though the chorus like once it really gets to the heart of the chorus is so much more faster paced than the rest of the song like almost like that like you know I, I i it seems like every week i talk about tonal changes at some point because like red velvet and their producers and stuff just just play with those so much and just play with like different tones and speeds and stuff in their songs like on a, on such a frequent basis that it's almost something that you, you can't help but to bring up if you're going to talk about their album and talk about their music um so I I don't want to overuse that term but this is one of those songs where that definitely works for the song um but the whole song is kind of fast paced but the verses you can tell are, are slower like intentionally slower than the chorus and the chorus kind of picks up and kind of like Supposed to get you moving and, and like kind of like pep you up and stuff. Um, I'm not a peppy person, but this song definitely is a definitely kind of a hype song um, for at least for a K-pop song, um, at least for Red Velvet, because um, they do have a lot of upbeat songs, but only I would only classify a few of those songs as songs that are actually hype and just really want to get you moving. Um, but that's also just because I'm not I'm not that kind of person. Like I don't just hear a dope song and just get up and just start dancing and stuff but this 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 could, this could probably do it this might be able to do it if I'm just like in a good mood um don't think there's much else to say um so listen to this song just to make sure I'm not missing anything this is another one where the the breakdown is somewhat underwhelming um at least to start off with um, and then it kind of leads into what sounds like Wendy singing going into the chorus again um so it's kind of weird that like this seems like on this album they kind of like step away from their typical like i don't know not routine but just the typical way they do breakdowns towards the end of the song and they kind of like pay less attention to them but i'm fine with that because the songs as a whole are still really good so it turns out they don't really need the breakdown to be good for the song to be great um Oh y'all gonna think I'm stupid as hell for this, but I actually didn't realize they were saying. I just I didn't realize Wendy was saying I just wanted to dance. And then in the song, I don't think I ever realized what she was saying because I just never paid attention to it. <laughs> um, I probably I probably sound like such a phony fan sometimes, but I promise you I'm not. Um, I have red velvet posters that are not hanging up at this moment, but were hanging up uh, some months ago before I had to like uh, clean my room and stuff for inspection. Um They are I, I have two yeah two albums from them I was going to do their most recent one um but I I didn't get to it in time and it just fell at a bad time when I wasn't getting paid for a while um like between my paychecks and stuff um I have t-shirts that aren't official red velvet t-shirts but they were made by people on Redbubble um and I you know I wear them proudly to work I wear them on public and stuff and I always see people look at them and be like what is that um, and all people ask me, at work, what's Red Velvet? And I, I tell them it's a K pop group that I love. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Um, so I promise you, I'm a real fan. I'm, just, I'm not, I'm, I, I guess I'm a lazy fan. I don't do a whole lot of research that I probably should do, especially now that I'm doing a podcast. But, you know, you're working a full time job on top of that. It is what it is. Sorry. Okay, anyway. <laughs> how long how long have I been recording? Thirty-two minutes. Okay, I can do this. We're just about halfway through the album. Okay. That will lead us into the fourth song, which is Sunny Afternoon. Now, this is going to break the mold a little bit, just in the sense that this was not one that I had to listen to a bunch of times to really decide if I was gonna like it. I kinda like this one off rip. Um Um it's just... It sounds like a... It's, it kind of has like an anthem vibe to it. Um, it almost is one of those songs that you would think... Oh, I wouldn't think you'd like this. Because you'd probably think it was too cheery and too happy and too, like... Peppy. But... Eh. While it kind of is... It... I don't know. I guess I don't feel like it overdoes it. Um, to the point to where it's insufferable. Um, so I still like it. Um, I dig the beat to the song. Um... I do dig the the verses where, you know, it's a little bit more, like, vocal heavy. Um, It's a little more singing and focusing on, like, holding just that kind of, like, low, somber, monotone voice. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I guess guess it's just, it's a a solid song. It doesn't, it it, it does kind of do the whole peppy thing, but it doesn't do too much of it. Um, it brings it for the chorus and then for the verses, it, it really, like, sombers the song down and, like, slows it down. So, I think overall, um, I think overall, it was the verses that really saved the song for me. Um, it, I think it also helps that the, it's not too aggressive on your ears. It's not too terribly, like, loud. It's not too terribly, like,. Heavy on your ears, um, and I think that helped factor into it because I can, I can deal with a song that's very sappy and just cheesy and everything if it's not overly aggressive. Um, it's it's when they get overly aggressive and it it tries too hard and it's just like trying to, like, it almost feels like it's trying to force happiness into your head. Um, that it's just, it's just annoying at that point. Um, so I don't think this song falls under that at all. Um, so yeah, um, listen to the song, see if make sure I'm not missing anything. I do dig the, the breakdown with what sounded like Joy singing and Solgi. I might have missed Wendy in her while I was talking. Okay, and then they do another breakdown, okay. Oh, well, yeah, because this song is four minutes long. I don't think I noticed that. Okay, so that's kind of cool. I haven't seen a breakdown of who exactly sings what parts. So I don't know if they actually do give each member their own like part of the breakdown. But if they do, that's super dope. Um, and I think that just made me like the song even more. Also, this ending part is just kind of cool. With the beats kind of like cutting in and out. And their vocals are just holding, like, the same, like, volume. Sorry, so trying to listen to the song, make sure I'm not skip. I'm not sh- make sure I'm not missing anything. I'll just kind of groove into it a little bit, I, I do really like the song. Alright, yeah. So that was Sunny Afternoon. Um, solid song. Um, no, I'm not even going to say solid. I'm not going to undercut it. It was a good song. Um, I'm not going to give away my rating just yet. Because i have been really bad about that. But it's, 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 it's a very good song. I like it a lot. Um, so take that as you will. So that's going to lead us into Fool. Now, Fool kind of, if I'm being real, kind of pisses me off a little bit. Because I don't like banjos i don't like twangy instruments for the most part but yet then revela comes in with this song that's just it's it's so precious and just adorable and uh, makes me mad because I, I mean i still don't like banjos but it's just like i don't know i just i, I have to think to myself like am I, am I phony like do i actually like banjos and i just won't give them a chance but I I turned it down real quick. Um, but I think this is a again a very good song. Um, I kind of ruined it for y'all if you listen to last week's podcast. I do kind of say I love Russian Roulette. I didn't clarify if I meant the album or the song. But I mean, I feel like now you could probably tell which one I meant. <laughs> um, I don't know. The song is just very like. I feel like this song kind of mixes the red and velvet themes very well. Um, Because, like, during the chorus and stuff, it's very, like, I don't know. I'm not going to say during the chorus, just song as a whole. Like, the whole time, Um, the whole time throughout the song, you'll just catch yourself just, like, kind of nodding your head back and forth, like, left to right. Which is something that you typically do with like a red song, but then it's slow, so it's not a very like hyper head bob. Like it's just kind of it's just kind of chill and relaxed. I um, actually think this song and Sunny Afternoon both do that very well of straddling that line. This album as a whole is very good at straddling the line between red and velvet, and I mean, dud, I mean that's what they're going for, but still, I I feel like I need to mention that They they did what they came to do, and they killed it. Um, and that's just more power to them. Um, definitely didn't think I would like the song at first with the banjo, but I was quickly made wrong once I got to the chorus. And it was just, I was like, oh, this is just so sweet. Like, um, Also, I'm kind of surprised that I didn't think the song was, was over the top, sappy. Um, but, I mean, you know, it is what it is. Okay. Breakdown was about what I expected it to be. Um, nothing particularly special. Um, but I mean it matched the song. They didn't try to like, they didn't try to take the breakdown and try to like go over the top with it and try to make the breakdown like just kill the song or try to make it be the high point. Um, which I respect. Um, the whole song is, is, sounds like a very safe and laid back song where they didn't want to take any risks. They just kind of wanted to do what they knew would work. Um, and the breakdown is like that too, so I can't be mad about that. And then Joy coming through at the end on the vocals, along with with Wendy. I think that's Wendy. Pretty sure it is. And then it sounds like Solgi wrapping the song up. So yeah, um, definitely like those first, is that, six? No, five? Five songs? Um, now you're probably thinking, oh, well you just said that, so that must mean that the last two are subpar. Um, subpar is a very strong term, but I'm just going to go ahead and say that I don't like these last two nearly as much as I like the first five, Now you can take that how you feel because... I thought the first five were amazing, um, so that is kind of a high standard to live up to, but, you know, well, you'll, you'll you'll see, so, that's gonna lead us into the sixth song, which is Some Love, um, now, this song actually, like, I, I really dig the beginning of it, um, I dig the, I don't know what, I don't know how to, I don't know what adjective to use to describe the drums, but you can hear the drums in there if you're listening to the song or if you know the song, um, and I just kind of dig like the almost kind of futuristic pop type sound to it, but where the song loses me, um, is where it goes from the verse to the chorus. Well, no. Let me not even say that. It doesn't lose me getting to the chorus. It's just almost feel like this song is just it it's under the curse of being matched up with a bunch of songs that make so many changes and jumps within itself, within themselves in their own right that you hear this song and you expect the same thing, but this song is very like straightforward with what it does and it's very like it very much keeps like the same beat throughout the entire thing. Like it never it seems to never really change for real. Um, which is not a problem in and of itself, but when you put it up behind five songs that all have changed themselves, like, throughout the song and stuff, with the exception of fool, I guess. Um but when you do that, it just it makes the song just seem weaker by comparison. Just because it's straying away from what every other song on the album is doing. Um, so that's why I won't say that the song is bad. Because it's not. I, I think it's a great song. It's just... It just almost seems like a... Almost seems like the album is just kind of like taking a break from what it's been doing. Um, it's just kind of relaxing. And it's just kind of chilling. Um, and almost kind of put this song almost kind of put itself on autopilot for the song. Um, which is going to sound way harsher than I mean for it, too. But, I mean, that's just, that's the feel I got from it. Um, I'm sure someone out there is, is yelling at me or, or just turn the podcast off because I just, this is song. Because I feel like a lot of people kind of roll with this song. Um, and, I mean, I could, too. Um, I just can't listen to it behind the other songs on this album. Um, <sighs> Excuse me. But the song does have a nice little tropical beat to it. Um, just have a nice, like, it, it also does the same thing the past three songs have done really well, where it's, it, it, it rises that line between red and velvet very well. Um, and I gotta, I gotta applaud it for that. Because, um, like I said, this album is, is, so perfect in what it wants to do, what it's trying to do, and what it ultimately accomplishes, because it's, it's all the same thing. So that will then lead us into My Dear Which is the last song on the album I'm at 45 minutes I'm doing pretty good About not just rambling about dumb stuff And making this longer than it has to be So yeah That'll lead us into the last song on the album Some Love And No, not Some Love do you fool, My Dear, my bad um, So yeah This is also going to fall under the category of songs that isn't inherently bad. Um, I just, eh. Um, While I don't think this is a bad thing in and of itself, I feel like I do need to mention it probably first and foremost. Um, I feel like this song definitely is more on the velvet side, at least more so than most other things on this album. I guess it does pick up with the chorus, um, but it still just as a whole just gives me a very um, like Velvet vibe to it. And again, like I said, there's nothing inherently wrong with that. Um, It's just when it follows songs that have been keeping the balance between those two, between Red and Velvet for like for so long and so well. Um, it makes a song that kind of leans to one side more than others stand out a lot more for that very reason. Um, but again, it's not a bad song at all. Um, I like it a lot, to be per- perfectly honest. Um, it's just another situational thing. Um, I actually really like when you know, it comes from the chorus to the verses. Um, and it kind of does like that... Let me go back and see if I can hear it, so I can describe it better. It kind of does that four count into that distortion sound, and then goes into the verse of whoever it is singing. Um, so I definitely like the the sounds that it plays with. I definitely like like the like the different little like nitpicky stuff that you notice in the song. Um, I will give it this, though. Because the song sounds a little bit more velvet than red, this song is a very good ending to the album, in my opinion. Um, I feel like you would have to either end it with this or end it with Lucky Girl. Because um, they both are, just sound like great album enders just in their own right and for totally different reasons. Um, especially just at the end of like My Dear, where like, It just like you can hear it get stronger vocally you can hear it get louder um and the song just kind of seems to have evolved and kind of grown like right before your eyes um so yeah they always gotta have they always gotta have Wendy in the album with some line in English I mean it works but you're getting predictable. I see you. I'm on to you. So, yeah. So, that is it. That is the Russian Roulette album. The third mini-album from Red Velvet. Um, my personal ratings from 1 to 7, Red Velvet... or Not Red Velvet. Rush, Russian Roulette, obviously, being number one. Number two is, for sure, Lucky Girl. Um, number three probably has to be... Uh, I'm on the fence between three of these songs. I'm, I'm going to put Sunny Afternoon as number three. Followed them by Bad Dracula. Followed them by Fool. Followed them by Some Love. Followed them by My Dear... Actually, no. 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 After fool, we're gonna put my dear, and then we're gonna put some love, um, because I do think while my dear suffers from the same problem that my that some love does, it does sound like a great ending to the album. So its placement it kind of regains points there. Um, so yeah, Russian roulette, lucky girl, um, sunny afternoon, bad Dracula, fool, my dear, some love, um, great album. I I I really love it from head to toe. This is probably one of my favorites. I'm not going to say top insert number here um, just yet because I'm actually going to save all those for an episode where I literally just spend the whole time talking about my top songs, top singles, top videos. We'll, we'll, we'll discuss them more once I get there. Um, That'll probably be like once I review all their albums. Um, so yeah, love the album. Great album. Um, again, helps solidify that they can balance themselves between red and velvet and they don't have to lean too hard in either one direction. Um and this kind of almost starts the trend of them kind of straying away from that. Um, eventually. Um but obviously, you know, they don't immediately after this album start doing the stuff they're doing now where it almost completely blurs the line. But they this is I thought like this is what helped them realize, okay, we really can do this red and velvet thing separately and kind of like not have to fall into one or the other as our persona. Um, I think this really helped them gain the confidence and helped show SM, alright, we can do a lot more with this group than what was probably initially thought um, between Rush Roulette and Ice Cream Cake. Like, they were both great albums. Um, and definitely can stand up there with The Red and with The Velvet. So, ultimately a very important album as well as being a very good one. Um, so, Yeah. I don't think I have a whole lot else to talk about that I can think of. Um, I haven't really heard or seen anything that I think is worthy of noting. Um, but it's, um, this podcast is actually going to be pretty short. I'm only at 50, just about to hit 52 minutes unedited. Um, that's shoot, this is already seems like going to be shorter than the Velvet album, which in theory has less songs. Um, but, you know, whatever. Um, if I start making these shorter, if they start getting shorter, I'll just, I'll talk about more stuff in the album. Um, anyway, regardless. I think, what can I tell? Oh, I guess I can mention the, um, the concert. Um, oh, there's not really much to mention. I'm still going. I'm still gonna be there. I'm going to LA. Um, I'll be going to the show on Saturday, no Friday. Um, and then my girlfriend will be going to the one on Thursday because we couldn't get tickets for her to the Friday show. Um, like I said, if anyone's going to LA show, and you are just gonna be by yourself, like hit me up, tell me where your seat is. We'll see what's up. I'll see if you're near me. I'm, I'm you know, I might try to. Hang out with a fan or some before the show, just so I can like have someone not familiar with there. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much it with that. Um, yeah, that's it. Wow, I'm I'm sorry guys. I know this this sounds like it's dragging on at the end, but I'm just I'm just trying to make sure I cover everything, cause I don't want to turn this off and then immediately be like, oh shit, I forgot to say this. Um, because I'm not I'm not gonna go back and record anything. So. Um nothing really talk about the concert. Nothing really happened with the group that I know of. Oh, I do I do need to address one thing. I saw a clip it's not even a clip really, it's like a gif, um, online of what appears to be like Wendy, Irene and Sogi like walking through an airport when they came back to Korea from I the, they're in Kobe, Japan. Kobe, however you say that. Um, and somebody posted it in the Discord that I'm in, the Red Velvet Discord that I'm a part of that is attached to the Red Velvet subreddit. Um, somebody in the comments said, like, what is security doing? Why are these people so close to them? And as you watch the video, like, I can kind of see that too. Like, there's all these people just kind of surrounding them. Like, the person taking the video was, like, really close to their faces, like, uncomfortably close. And I'm like, do they not have, like, actual security? Like, when they go through airports and stuff? Because you just had them do concerts, like, in Japan, and you should know that there's going to be, like, super fans there, just like there are in Korea and in every other country they go to. You didn't think, oh, maybe we should, like, maybe make them less accessible. And, you know, harder to, like, get in the face of because that's just kind of weird and uncomfortable for them. Um, obviously I'm not going to sit here and, like, lash out at people I don't even know. Um, but I guess just for anyone that's listening to this that might be seeing them sometime soon, just remember that they're humans too. Um, they deserve the same respect and courtesy that you would give any person walking down the street. Um... You know they deserve to be able to. You know, obviously they know they're going to get attention, but like to to like just completely invade their like personal space like that is just kind of nasty. So, um, yeah. I don't know. I'm sure. Yeah, you know, I don't know if anyone listening to this is even a fan like that, or is even like ever even thought about trying to get that close to the group. But just just kind of keep that in mind. Um. Says the guy that has never been that close to him and I might you know do the same thing and and spur of the moment, but I hope not. Um, anyway, I think that about does it. Next week I will do Rookie, which came out twenty seventeen. Yeah, early twenty seventeen. Um, I mm, do I want to do Rookie, or do I want to do a first take? You know, I'm going I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Mold this over for a minute. Um, I'm going to see if I can get some more responses. Or get any sort of feedback about whether or not the full take. The full take. The first take episode that I did was any good. um, Because it did have, the last time I looked, it did have the lowest amount of views and listens. um, Out of all my podcast episodes. Um, And it wasn't the most recent episode at the time. So I thought that was kind of telling. I don't know. We'll see. Chances are I'll do Rookie. But if not then I guess you're in for a surprise, um, oh, that's something I can do, I can take a look at my numbers, because I haven't looked at them in a few days, so I am currently sitting at a total of 79, wow, that's a terrible number to be sitting on, a total of 79 downloads, um, which is dope, that's again like i've said every other time i brought up the number of downloads i have that's so much more than i ever initially expected to get on this like i don't think you guys understand when i like when i when i say i didn't expect anyone to want to listen to this i did not expect anyone to want to listen to this i thought i'd have some downloads from like my close friends just trying to support me and that would be it and then maybe the occasional person here or there that gives it one try and is like oh no this kind of sucks ass dog and just doesn't listen to it anymore So, I don't know how many of these downloads are repeat people. I don't know how many are just people doing it one time and being like, eh, it's not for me. Regardless, if you download it at all, um, I have nothing but love and appreciation for you. Um, you know, this really means a lot to me that people are even, you know, giving it a chance. Um, so I just wanted to say thank you to everyone. Um, and I think that's actually it. Um. I haven't even hit an hour yet That's funny So yeah That's it for me I love you guys Be good Be safe um, Keep standing who you stand Keep loving Red Velvet Keep doing whatever you're doing Have a great rest of your day Great rest of your week Whenever you're listening to this Have a great weekend Whatever I love y'all I will see y'all Next week and then I will be gone the week after that because I will actually be on vacation in the state that I'm not currently living in. Yes. Because the state I'm currently living in is not the state that I'm initially from that I grew up in. So I'm going back to the state I grew up in to see some family. And I will be there for a Monday. for a, I will be there for Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. So I'll be there on the days I usually record and edit and I don't want to try to rush shit and I don't want to try to... I don't want to try to take my equipment and my laptop and, and my mic and stuff with me um on the plane because TSA has ticked me off one too many times um, with just how they treat stuff and I don't want them to be like, oh, we had to search back for extra reasons and then half my shit's broken because then there's no more podcast. So yeah, I will hit you guys with Rookie next week and then I'll take a week off and I'll try to think up some new shit and try to think up some more exciting stuff and then I'll come back at you guys After that, after that will be the week of the concert, so we'll be getting into that pretty soon, and I will be activating my Revel of Review quote-unquote Instagram account that I've been sitting on for a minute, um, and I'll be uploading pictures of just me being in LA and me being at the concert and stuff, um, so yeah, all stuff in the coming weeks, anyway, that's it, I love y'all, tell your friends, tell your co-workers, Tell your enemies. Tell everybody about this podcast. Let's make this thing grow. I want to hit. I want hell say eighty five. We're just gonna keep the number low. I want to hit eighty five downloads by the time I'm recording again next Monday. Um. So obviously, you guys have a little. You guys have less days to do that than the moment I'm talking about right now. But you know, that's that's six downloads. So if it's not there yet. Try to send to somebody and be like, hey, you should listen to this. Okay. I'm actually done now. I have to stand out for a tenth time. I'm actually done. I'm out. Be good. Be safe. Love y'all. Peace.